You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. We are here with our rock star and special co-host, DC Lucchese, who is in charge of really the vision in creating this podcast. I don't think I've ever told anybody that as an intro, but um, DC was the first person I talked to about the podcast back in January of 2017. And then we launched our first episode in August and we're about to yeah. hit 300. So thank you for all your support on that. But this isn't about DC. <laughs> Teamwork, no, 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 totally not about me. Teamwork makes a dream work on this. Amen. For sure. But this is, uh, th- we have a really good friend um, on the podcast. His name is Mark Anderson, uh, and he runs uh, an organization here in the Carolinas called Convergent Technologies. Now, Mark and, and myself go way back. Um, when we first met, uh, he actually was living in Atlanta and uh, in Roswell, Georgia, where I'm from, and literally was right across the street from the neighborhood that I grew up in. So we got to connect on that. And then out of the blue, a year or two later, he calls me and he's like, I'm moving to Charlotte. And I was so excited to have Mark and his whole family join us. He's a great person, a great you know member of our community. And uh, if anybody else in Atlanta thinks it's a little too big and you want to come to a special place, let me know. Um, but let's uh, let's jump into Convergent and talk about the business, uh, and then we'll we'll go into uh, to Mark's past. Now, Convergent is a company that works alongside a, a global network of partners and manufacturers to design, install, and service security fire alarm, life safety, audio visual, and building automation systems uh, or solutions, excuse me, for enterprise customers. You know, they believe what really sets them apart in the marketplace is their company culture, you know, guided by their beliefs, their values. And and really, I think that says it all. You know, this is something that not only helps them stay accountable to their mission, uh, but really their number one objective is to be their customer's best service provider. And that's a daunting task. I mean, think about how many service providers a normal family has. Think about a business. Uh, we're thinking thousands. So if you're number one, you're doing amazing. But uh, it is a ton to live up to. But Mark is the guy leading the charge. Uh, and I couldn't think of anybody better to not only bring on our podcast, but lead Convergence, uh, really growth you know, strategy moving forward. Uh, Mark, you are a friend, a great person. I- I'd even consider you a mentor for your ability to make connections, but generally just care about others. And um and that's hard to find, you know, in this environment. So I can't wait to learn more about you because I'm probably going to find out uh, that you're even better than that. Um, but thank you, Mark, uh, for for joining us on this episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I was just excited to be here. And, and uh, you know, kudos back to you. I consider you a friend and a mentor as well. All the work we do with Dunstan Group and, and appreciate y'all supporting our business and growing. And so, uh, so excited to be here. Love it. So let's jump into this bad boy. Um, let's start a little bit about your background. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I know I, I mentioned that you were uh, you were in Roswell, and, and I believe you were were working for Convergent there. Um, tell us how did you kind of get into the technology field, and tell us a little bit about your background before we dive into Convergent. Yes, I moved to Atlanta right after college, and uh, and then after a few years in the medical um field of doing pharmaceutical sales i jumped into the tech to the security world through uh another company that that uh you know was kind of a right turn for me in my career <clears throat> but one thing in my career and i guess in sales for all of us that i've loved is just serving other people you know and uh and and solving problems and security uh what we do uh for our customers certainly does that 
Um, I spent quite a bit of time uh, cutting my teeth in this world of technology around the government sector, uh, the federal government space, uh, dealing with, uh, you know, helping to solve problems on the border, and then with just our our police and and uh, and other um, government entities. And then Convergent called uh, in about 2013. They were standing up a government group. Uh, you know, uh, our world of the government space is very very small and kind of a unique capability and understanding of the whole picture. And so I joined Convergent when they stood up what's now called um, Convergent Federal Solutions. At the time, it wasn't that. And uh, and then, uh, you know, just all over the company, the culture, um, you know, we, we do a lot of things a lot, a lot of other companies do. Uh, you know, uh, we, we um, our, our differentiator is not in our performance. Our differentiator is in our colleagues, um, the people that we hire and invest in. You know our partnerships with our with our technology partners and others that that help us um, bring the best and breed technology to those people to our customers. Um, but really and truly, it's our culture is what stands out as being the key differentiator. It's it's what sets apart sets us apart from every other um, every other uh, competitor that we have. And some people do it really well on a local basis, but we do it really well on a global basis. And what we like to say is is we we um, you know, I run a small company with a big company backing, and then our our um, secret sauce is being a partner to our customers. So we're looking out um, not for the best of us, but for the best of them. And um, we solve some pretty complex problems. It's not uh, your typical burglar alarm type of uh, of fix. It's more um, protecting customers and and their employees on a daily basis. Uh, no matter where they are, everywhere in the world, and making sure that uh, what we put in place works, um, you know, as seamlessly as we can um, uh, in in every environment that we come across. We we specialize in, um, uh, you know, uh, big enterprise environments, um, but we do we do small stuff too, and uh, and that's the harder part is doing small well on a big on a big global. So for those who are unchurched, uh, tell us a little bit about what exactly. Conversion does. Yeah, so so we're an integrator, which means we don't make anything at all. Integrators are a big world in this world of technology, right? So you've got integrators that do strictly just networking type of, of work uh, all the way to, to what we do. Um, so we, we take the best in breed technology. So um, IP video cameras, uh, access control, card readers, uh, you know, uh, cybersecurity um, and, and a whole host of other types of technology that goes into, I mean, our world is changing every day with the AI, uh, the, the artificial intelligence that's happening right now in the world, um, you know, all, all the way down to a very simple um, uh, camera system. And we, we, um, we install, integrate. Uh, so integration means that we're, we're making all of those systems work together for one, one common picture to the customer and user. Um, we, um, um, we maintain, we have a, a pretty stout service platform, and that's really the belly button of our company as a service piece and, and making sure that we we serve customers the same way, no matter where we are every day. So if I walked into an office in Houston or Shanghai, um, you would see the same delivery on the back end of that everywhere we go. Um, and uh, and then and then planning for the future as it, as it pertains to security across the board to make sure you know, that not only are we serving them for today, but making sure that the budget is happening, um, you know, down the line uh, 10 or 20 years out 
and that uh, they're budgeting for that. We do fire alarm. So um, we don't do the suppression of the wet side of the fire, but we do fire alarm. Um, and then, uh, and then again, we're, we're pretty, we're getting pretty heavy in the cybersecurity world, um, as it pertains to the equipment that we're putting in, which is certainly a hot topic these days as well. Yeah. Cause like you said, I mean, it, it constantly changes every day. It's not like here's a lock, put it on your door and here's the key. Don't lose it. It's, <laughs> it's like stuff is constantly changing and, uh, and, and oftentimes, especially in the world of security, the cheating is so far ahead of the catching. So how does your company keep up and how do you help your clients keep up? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I, I think it comes down to a few things. One, we, we are aligned very tightly with our partners who are the products that we, you know, those are the, the people that we put products into, um, uh, uh, in, into our customer sites, but it's also making sure that our teams are trained. We spend, uh, I think 15 to $18 million a year to train our techs and our project managers and our project specialists, um, to go out each and every day. Um, those colleagues, when they, when they go see the customer, um, you know, we make sure they're certified and up to speed and that they're not, if there's, if there's a colleague that gets to a spot site says, man, I've not seen, uh, this happen before. Uh, you know, the convergent nation or the, is, is kind of what we call all of us collectively where we're able to go out and, and, um, and call on Atlanta or, or DC or wherever our customer, wherever our other, um, offices are to make sure we can, we get to another colleague who's seen, uh, you know, whatever problem it may be out there, um, in the past. And that's really a key. I mean, we're, we're the number one um, integrator to, to, or the number one uh, partner to most any partner we've got, um, which means we sell more and are, are more highly trained than, you know, all of our competitors that are out there. But, but the secret sauce of that is our people and our colleagues to make sure that when they go to a site, um, that they are, uh, they're up to speed and then we can, we can further grow. We have, we have tailored programs, um, that we delivered our global customers as a partner. And, um, we're very intentional about taking, you know, taking, here's where you are today. Let's build a plan for you for the next three, five, 10 years down the road, um, uh, to make sure that your technology is keeping up with all the other, um, threats that are coming at you each and every day. Big stuff. So uh, you mentioned, uh, convergent nation, which is cool. I love that you said that. Um, but you also mentioned culture and, you know, the word culture is one that I think is being overused by everyone, right? Everyone, our culture is amazing. Our culture is amazing. Well, not everybody's culture can be amazing. So, you know, but, but I do believe in you, right? And, and I believe what you're saying that the convergent, you know, culture is great because I have gotten the opportunity to not only get to know you, but get to know a lot of the members of your team. Heck, you just hired one of my friends, uh, as well that came into your group. And I was so proud that he got to to, to join you. And when I found out, I had no idea. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, you're going to get to work with Mark. And and he did the same thing. He did kind of a right turn, right? Like completely different type of job. Um, but tell us what what really separates your culture. And, and, and it's not the core values. It's not, you know, the things we write on the wall. But in your own words, tell us about what that culture means to you and, and why it is so important. Yeah, in day to day, and I think I, I said this that um, it is our differentiator, right? So, and you're right; it's not just um, 
you know, and, and, and I don't think you ever, I, if you ever talk to me about convergence, we don't ever talk about it. I don't ever talk about it without talking about values and beliefs, but I think we all are that way. Um, and, and it's, it's not just writing on the wall. I mean, we really do believe in this, um, and how these 10 values and beliefs, uh, carry on not only from our, our corporate life, but, but, um, but also to our family life and, and uh, we just did a really cool video for our nation meeting that um, our, our meeting is called Unite that that showed, you know, colleagues that are out in the field and and, uh, you know, our day to day colleague that's out there talking about this. This culture is me. It's it's who I am. Right. And, um, you know, the, the v, V's and B's were built 10 or uh, 20 years ago when we started and the founders were working for a, a big conglomerate company with a lot of bureaucracy and they walked away and said, you know, we can do this differently. We can treat colleagues and customers differently and much better than what they're doing. And, uh, and they, the first thing they did were, were write these 10 values and beliefs on the napkins and as well, their business plan. And they're still here today and it still really is our secret sauce. Um, so, you know, I'll tell you to answer the second part of your question. Um, so, you know, we've adopted, two children in my family and um we had a need uh up front for um for a financially to get help and and the company needed to build a um an adoption assistance program basically which you can do through the dave thomas foundation as a guide um but they had to actually they had to actually build it and i, I went to the hr team at the time and i asked I said hey we need um have you ever thought about building an adoption assistance program? And they said, well, well, do we need that? And I said, well, I need that, you know? And, um, and immediately they started one within about six months just because I needed it. Right. And, um, and it serves some other people down the line and we've got several funds. We have a scholarship fund. We have a Kenla chance fund, which helps colleagues in need. Um, every year we take a day off as a company coming up in June and we go out in the community and we, and we go serve the community. Um, and, and oftentimes it's customers that we serve this year in Charlotte. We're going to the, uh, the Monarch team, uh, which helps, you know, people with, uh, substance abuse problems, mental illness and, and traumatic brain injuries. And we're going to go work around their campus. We may, we may help them solve some, uh, some security issues they have, or it may just be cleaning up the campus and, and making it a better place for the people that, that, uh, that work and live there. Um, we had a big campaign a while back around that we called step up. Um, step up was centered around school safety, hundred percent. And, um, and we went out of the community in, in 2019 and 20, um, and really, uh, made a huge impact across the globe, um, with schools as some of the school violence was happening. So, you know, that's just another unique way that, that we, we take the B's and B's home, um, to, to our local communities and our everyday lives. I, I love that. And I think you you nailed it when you talked about taking that home and the family is the work and the work is the family, right? I mean, look, we live in a world of technology where you can't turn it off, right? It is what it is. Specifically, what your job is, the more important you get, the more accessible you are, really. Um, I always laugh with my dad. I'm like, you had it easy, man. You got to go to work. And then when you left... You had that hour and a half commute in Atlanta traffic, which I'm sure you loved. Oh, yeah. But the reality is, is that when my dad got home, he was dead. You know, he whatever happened at work, he could leave it there. Not everybody has that luxury anymore. And I'm not saying that you need to be available 24-7, but your culture, your core values, 
if they don't align with your family and what your family is all about, you need to go work for someplace that does, right? You need to not only believe in your in your organization, but I know you, Mark, you love the core values that have been set at Convergent, but those core values align with who you are as a person, who you are as a father, who you are as a husband. Um, and, and that's the special sauce I think a lot of people are missing in their careers is they're chasing things that aren't going to make you happy. They think making more money is going to be great. They think you know, oh, I'm going to work from home. That's going to be great. I'm going to do this. It's going to be great. But the reality is, is that what are you, what's your purpose? What's your values? And are, are you doing that through work and life? And if you find an organization that can support that, that's incredible. Um, I love all of that, man. I want to kind of shift. Take, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we, we take home just real quick, you know, uh, it, it, and you're exactly right. It, you can't just, especially in a service-based business and we're 24-7, 365, there is no off button. Um, and, and, and I believe in, in every one of the 10 V's and B's, right. Uh, and we're measured against them, but, um, I moved a family from Atlanta, uh, to North Carolina and, and a great opportunity. I, I'm forever thankful for the opportunity. I had to do what I'm doing today. Um, but I wouldn't have done it if, if I did not believe that my boss, uh, you know, believe the same thing. And, and he really does drive him home and, and, um, and we, it just flows down from the top down, right. His boss believes in it and so on and so forth. So um it, it can't be seen enough and and i delivery results is just as important as as uh as balance which is one of our v's and b's and what i hire people and, and we have grown exponentially when i when i moved here i think we had i don't know 45 colleagues in north carolina we're up to we'll be up to 80 85 by the end of the year right. and, and growing um yeah and and but I tell everybody that I hire, you know, boundaries is a big deal. And that's part of what balance is, is making sure you have boundaries and, and, and family is important and, and, uh, and getting to do other things outside of work is important. I love it. I, I think that nails it. Now I want to jump back into kind of the technology side of it. I think a lot of people listening to this podcast, whether they're a business owner, whether they're an executive for a very large organization, one of the things that I think about a lot, especially with my children and as technology continues to grow and AI, I mean, I was having a, a conversation with my wife. I'm like, are our kids going to like marry a virtual person? You know, <laughs> are we going to have like virtual grandkids? Like what's going to happen? And, and that's kind of a joke, but it's also kind of not right. You start to see where these emerging, um, you know, technology markets are creating things that are unbelievable. I mean, you have literally like robots that, that are having like, real conversations with you and it blows my mind. But this comes to the question of, of emerging threats, right? I think a lot of organizations, um, especially the bigger you are, you probably have teams that are associated with that, whether that's cybersecurity or other things. But maybe you're a smaller company, you don't have all of those those resources, but you still have that that ability and, and those threats that can, can really damage your, your business. Um, when you talk about emerging threats, what are things that people need to be looking out for? And really, ideally, what are things that, if they don't have uh, convergence comes in and says, this is what you do need. I know that's a really big question, but um, what are some of those emerging threats? And, and as a business owner, what do they need to be looking out for? And really, uh, when do they need to make that call to you and say, Mark, I think we need to have a conversation. Yeah. Well, great question. Thank you. I, you know, I, I really think it comes back down to having a partner. Um, there are a ton of threats out there we can talk about. I mean, it's everything from, from violence on the street to cyber threats. And, and some of those threats are purely behavioral. And I think cybersecurity, I heard one, one time it is, is at least 80% behavior. 
and and twenty uh, percent something you can't control, which you got to have some mitigating technology behind it. But as a partner, we come in and have a plan, right? And I think that's what all of our customers that that hear us say that we we, we don't talk about technology until uh, we we really understand what issues they're facing, and then and then we marry what they already have to what. Uh, what is out there, what can enhance and improve upon where they're going, right? And so you can throw a bunch of technology at everything. We we have technology um, that will predict, um, you know, what people are going to do from uh, uh, detecting weapons to um, objects left behind to, you know, how they go into doors and what doors they go into and they shouldn't be going into and how often they go into them. Um, all the way down to really providing a complete security plan so that when they do put technology in place, uh, you know, it, it is what they need for not just today, but, but in the future. Um, Cyber-wide, cybersecurity, you'd be amazed at how many companies we talk to that say, dude, I didn't know that you had to put a password on one of these cameras. Um, but you'd, be, you'd also be amazed to hear about how many companies get breached through the thermostat, right? Some of the biggest uh, screen breaches have come through uh, what we call IOT, right? Internet of Things. It's come through the thermostat more so than it's come through anything else. And so, um, but having a partner, we're going to walk them through, hey, here's here's your baseline where you are today and here's where you need to be in the future. Um, and there's all kinds of technology that you can throw at, at any problem, but if they don't all work together and they're not thought through with an end game in sight, um, then then you're going to have a problem at some point trying to manage it. It just becomes noise, right? So uh, most importantly, it's making sure we sit down with the customer. It's in state, what threat are you facing, and where do you want to be? And then from that, we can work on, you know, making sure that the right technology is uh, all integrated and aligned in the right way uh, for, for future state. And how did you know that this was going to be your gig, your calling, your, I guess, vocation. How did you know? It's like, what gets you, or I guess the corollary to that is, what gets you jazzed about this? And the alarm clock goes off in the morning, go, I'm going to fix this, or I'm going to solve this, or I'm going to prevent that. I'm going to make somebody's blank happen. I'm up. Let's go. Yeah, great question. You know, I, so... I, to me, it's really an opportunity to serve uh, our customers and our colleagues at the same time. And at the end of the day, knowing that we're making an impact could be for somebody's life uh, if what we do is not is not uh, is not working in the right way. We don't have the right colleagues with the right training aligned to serve those customers and those partners. Um, you know, so it's really the service piece of us. It's the, the values and beliefs that certainly. A big piece of that, big piece of that. Our, our colleagues, you know, are some of the best in this and uh, and do an amazing job. Um, and it gets me jazzed to think about, you know, just um, uh, just how empowered they are and what a great job they do day in and day out. Um, and there's a lot of a lot of pride in that for me to to know all the positive feedback we get from customers of, hey, you know, your colleague came and did this, but they went the extra mile. And uh, and did even more, and that's something we've never seen before. We we've taken over customers recently that had twenty year relationships with with our competition, and today 
you know, just six months into it, they'd say, this is the, this is the best service we've ever gotten to anybody. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah. So you, um, you talk a lot about, um, you know, relationships and giving back and, and we, you know, met at a, uh, at a Carolina built event or I might've been built national actually, but, um, we're both members of Carolina built and, um, amazing group that not only created that, but the people that lead it, um, it's such a unique opportunity to see decision makers, executives who go out of their way to help others, whether that impacts them directly or not is irrelevant. Uh, Mike Yosway is a great example. He, he, I think he's very similar to you that if I were to call him or you and ask any question or need help or advice, you'd always be willing to do that. And you have a very unique ability, I think, to connect with anybody, but you're just very genuine um, throughout all of those conversations. You have like this calming demeanor that like just makes you feel comfortable in a thing. I feel like when I come into some conversations, people are like, this dude is loud. This guy is aggressive. What is, what's going on? Like, did you take your medicine, Brian? You know, right? Yeah. Relax, relax. But that's who I am, right? You're like it or like it or not. That's me. But but with you, um, that's what something I've always been kind of admired is that I feel like any conversation that you have with anybody, you can connect with them on that level. But ultimately, you're you're looking at you know how can I help you out, right? How can I connect you to somebody maybe that I know or or whatever? Um, and tell me how important that is to you to not only be involved in groups like Carolina Built, but really not even business related, um, just being that connector, giving back, being a you know sometimes maybe just somebody to listen. You know, uh, I feel like you do all of those things really really well. Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think it's just something instilled with me partially from from just my faith, right? From from uh, being a follower of Jesus. But but I think uh, you know, and I think that flows out from everything that I do. Um, and, um, and and I just think it's important to help other people. I I, I think that that um, it, it's what we're put on earth to do is to serve others and and to love on others like you want to be loved. And and I think that you know, even and professionally, what where we are. Uh, to see, um, you know, see us to solve problems, whether it's work or just personal life or, um, you know, to be a resource to others, to, to engage and, and to help them grow. And I, there's a lot of fulfillment in seeing people grow, seeing people, you know, be able to, um, to reach a dream or, or just solve a small problem. Um, you know, I need a lot of uh, a, a lot of great pleasure in, in in doing that kind of thing. So, you know, built certainly has been a huge catalyst for uh, a lot of things that we do with Convergent. We're we're involved with built in in many places and and, and a few other organizations like that. And um, uh, you know, to and that's the whole vision behind that comp- that that group is to be a connector and and help each other, you know, further their business and, and careers and and beyond that. They help our own Donald House here locally and. And several other organizations, and um, you know what? What a so what a cool thing to to, to be a part of something bigger than you, and uh, and I think that's one of those things that uh, we all should strive for is, is not make it about you. If you don't make it about you, then then down the road um, you're going to be able to, to to just continue to to see um, success. So I love it. I, I want to ask you personally. So the, <laughs> I have two children. You have many more than me. Um, and, um, and it's up right there. I'm curious. How many kids do you have, man? I have four. Oh, I thought you were going to say like 17 I mean, kids. That's not, 
That's exactly that twice as many as I have. Yeah. All right. I'm like over here, like, am I going to have three? I don't think so. Four. I'm like, how? I don't even know how I can do that. But, but as a father, um, you know, my life changed a lot when I had kids. I think when I, you know, before I had children, I was a, a much more selfish person. Um, I, I didn't necessarily look out for others as much as I think I do now. And I think being a father has made me realize that everybody's always watching. And, and now I have two children that I want to, to be good people. I want them to be nice to people. I want them to, to grow up and be contributors into this community and people that I can be proud of. And, and hopefully I can achieve that. But you've done an amazing job of not only growing your career, but also being an amazing dad. And I know your, your wife is obviously a huge part of that. Tell us kind of how that family life is and how do you not only stay motivated, but how do you really run those two channels, right? On, on one side, you're a full-time dad of four. Uh, on the other side, you're running an organization that you've doubled in over three years. And that seems like a lot on the plate. Um, how do you juggle that? And, and what advice would you give to people that are continuing to grow their career while maybe thinking, I want to start a family or I don't know if I can have kids. I'm so married to my job. And, and for me, it's like having kids was the best thing that ever happened to me. Like it's made me, I don't know. I love it. Like, how could you not love it? I don't know. That's my question. How do you do it? My man? I, I, I need a, I need a boost. Uh, yeah. So, um, that's a big question. So, so you know, I think yeah, on one hand, um, that's a big question. You put on a spot too. That's great. So I think on one hand, you know, I, I think for company wise, I, I think you have to instill in yourself. Um, and I, it always goes back to boundaries with me, right? We actually did a book with our leadership team, uh, with my boss and, and the other general managers in the region about boundaries and about how boundaries allow everybody to be better no matter what they're doing. Right. And boundaries are everything from empowering people, um, to setting the right vision so that they know what the end game is going to be, um, to going home at night and being okay that if I put the phone down, uh, for, uh, you know, for five hours so that I can invest in my family, it's all going to be okay at the end of the day. Right. Um, and so, uh, so I think boundaries is a big thing. It's, it's kind of our balanced life, uh, uh, VNB that we have a convergent. It's, it's, uh, it's make sure there's balance there because you can't be on 24, seven, 365 as an employee and be a great dad or great husband. Right. And so, so that's a big piece to it. Um, you know, it certainly is a big part of my wife, my wife, Melissa, you know, she is a rock star way more than I am and, um, and does a great job with our kids. And I'm thankful she, um, you know, she works from home as a stay at home mom. Um, and, uh, and really, uh, you know, you can see her heart, um, and the heart that we built as a mission and vision in the family, um, to, to be to serve others right and it that takes intentional and we are by no means getting cried <laughs> every day uh especially when they span from five to 13 you know but we're going we're going on a trip we're going on a trip this summer um to go serve families with cancer right and um and so that's another piece of just being intentional and taking the focus off ourselves and putting on somebody else um to to just drive home that it's not about you right it's about loving others well and uh and serving others and in the end you will be fulfilled with that uh and um and again we're we're not getting you right by by any means uh i appreciate the compliment but chaos in my house dude <laughs> whether there's one or four at home there's still chaos on my house. yeah all right baby 
Well, in that and that brings up a good yeah, and that brings up a good point though. I mean, I, I love that the the word boundaries, right? Um, you know, one thing we're working with our kids now is not only starting to give my five year old chores, but really challenge them to get better every day. And you look through a chore that could be as simple as Graham's chore right now is when I take out the trash, he puts the new bag into the trash, right? The joy on his face when he accomplishes this very minimal, easy task um, is incredible because he feels like he he really helped daddy. You know, like this is this is my job and he accomplished it. And it's so easy to think, well, I can just put the trash bag in there in two seconds and be done with it. But now we've given him, that's his thing, right? So I don't even have to ask him anymore. If I'm taking out the trash, he's, if he's playing with his toys, he's sprinting over there with a smile on his face because he's like, I'm helping daddy, you know? And so like for me, that's kind of how we're starting to to develop those type of of um, of mindset, right? Of, of trying to do things for other people, right? And a five-year-old will tell you exactly how it is. You look at my two and five-year-old, they fight over everything. And we're like, okay, can we just be nice to each other? Um, but I love how you put that as boundaries. I think that's phenomenal. Now I want to jump right back into the, um, to the, to the business real quick. If we have business owners that are listening to this, what is the, 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 the core, um, business that you guys go after? How big do they need to be? What is kind of that vibe? If there was a, a guy listening to this or a girl and they own an organization and they're like, man, I need to get in touch with Convergent. What does that look like for you? And what are those clients that you guys are not only going after, but what are the clients and what do they look like that uh, that you guys help out? Yeah, great question. So the majority of our customers are on that enterprise level. So so we do some of the, the biggest banks in town um, and we do them on a global scale, not just, not just here in Charlotte. Um, but we also, we do quite a bit of state local higher ed uh, work, hospital work. Um, you know, uh, but, but we also have customers that have seven doors and, and five cameras that we, we help solve problems with too. There, there is a break point and it's not a black and white answer that, that, you know, if you don't have X and Y, then we're not going to be a good fit uh, because the fire side of our business could be completely different, right? Because the, the code that drives it, the service that comes behind that for test inspections, um, it, it can make that a whole different, uh, answer and conversation for that customer. So. It's really hard. I, I for us, um, you know, to, to an end user, and we're we're very good about going into customers and saying, "Hey, we can't help you with this, but here's the three things you need to think about, and here's a provider that might be able to help you better than we will." Because we know there is a point where, from an economic standpoint, we we may not be able to fit where they're going to be just by looking around the room, right? Um, but we do churches, we do schools, we do private schools. Um, you know, we do very, very few homes. Uh, so that, that's one thing. If we do a home, it's more because we're doing this, we're doing a, if they're the CEO of the business and we're doing that versus, you know, we don't pursue a home business. We don't do a lot of retail customers, but we do retail ask, right? So there's a very large shipping company in the world that we, that has 600 locations. We do all those locations. They're not retail, but they have a lot of locations spread out everywhere. Um, but I know from the network that, that you all have, the property management world uh, is certainly a group that we can serve. And we, we can serve a lot of facets of that world with one stop. Um, and, um, and we just, we help solve, you know, complex problems on the enterprise level. And, um, but, but we're not afraid of the small stuff either to, to, um, uh, to help out where we can. So, I love it. I love it. 
Um, this has been awesome, man. I um, I appreciate you uh, you joining us. If there are people that um, are interested in getting in touch with you following uh, the Convergent world, maybe they want to work for you now, or maybe they want to work with you. What's the best way to get in contact with you or your business? Yeah, great question. So you can always um, find us on the web at Convergent.com. Uh, we spell Convergent uh, differently. It's T-O-N-V-E-R-G-I-N-T. Um, we, we are hiring like crazy in all locations across the world. I mean, it's, um, it's staggering the growth that we have and how fast we're growing. Um, and, um, and, and that's a great thing, right? Oh, yeah. So you can always find me at, at, um, at mark.anderson at convergent.com. Um, or here in North Carolina, you can contact me at, uh, 984-204-1968. Uh, is is our local number here for the Charlotte office, and we cover here in North Carolina. We have uh, we have Raleigh, Charlotte, Winston Salem, but we we pretty much cover the state um, for North Carolina. But but you know, hundred and we have two hundred locations now and ten thousand colleagues, so um, we're pretty much everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting, man! Amazing, ten thousand colleagues. That's Convergent Nation is that's right pretty big Convergent Global. Let's feel like you reply yourself very big. Um, I love it, Mark. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's uh, it's great to always you know connect with you. Uh, I learned uh, a lot about Convergent that I didn't even know, which is fantastic. And just wish you and the brand and your family the best of luck in the future. Definitely look forward to um, you know the growth that you guys have and. <laughs> Technology ain't going anywhere. So uh, I'm sure since we've been on this call, there's probably another emerging threat or probably 500 of them. And uh, yeah. you probably got to get back to fixing those problems. But um, no, just proud of you and what you guys have done. I do have one last question. Do they have like the napkin framed in like the corporate headquarters? Of, like, That's a great question. I I don't know. And, and uh, but, but I do know that we, you know, like I said, we really, um, we really, the values and beliefs of the heartbeat of our company, uh, along the colleagues and, and I uh, just something that, that, uh, is near to near and dear to all of our hearts. So, yeah, I love it. A lot of people say that, but a lot of people don't really back it up. I think it's kind of one of those cute social media trends where it's like, we're the best places to work and our culture is amazing and we're great. And then you're looking at it like, is it though? Um, but you can just tell through kind of your emotion, um, that you firmly believe in that. And, and listen, everybody that I've ever met, uh, at the organization, has been fantastic. Uh, and that's very difficult to say about most organizations. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. And thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure and, and, uh, and, and just, uh, just thankful to be invited to, uh, to be on your podcast. I love it. Well, we've been saying this for about a year. We got to get our families together. So I'm going to say it live on the air. <laughs> so we do it. This is our accountability, um, accountability podcast. That's right. The accountability podcast. Uh, but again, yeah, Mark, this has been awesome. Like we always say, please like, share, co comment, go check out Convergent, check out their website. If you want to get in touch with them, you can reach out to me or Scott uh, and we can make that happen. Uh, but again, Mark, thank you so much for for uh, everything that you've done. Thank you for moving to Charlotte. It's always great to get uh, amazing people to join this area and make this community a better place. And I uh, just appreciate you coming on. Um, like we always say, uh I already said like, share, comment, so just do that again. And then uh, until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.